welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Got a pretty interesting show for you here today. Going to talk some Wembenyama meets the king. LeBron James, that is. But before we get to that, if you're here on YouTube, you already know what time it is. Please, if you haven't already, click that like, that subscribe, and that notification bell so you can be kept up to date whenever new content drops on the channel. And let's keep this in mind. We're almost at 800 subscribers. Been doing this for a while. Thank you so much for everybody who clicked that button. Please make sure you're sharing the podcast. Once we hit that magic number of 1,000 subscribers, what I'm going to start doing probably weekly is a live call-in show. I already got the equipment ready, so I'm just waiting for us to hit that. I'm going to start doing the uh, live call-in shows. You can call in. You can debate me. You can tell me I'm an idiot. You can tell me you like what I'm doing and like where I'm coming from. You agree. But I'm um, definitely looking forward to that. Just a much better opportunity to really interact with all you guys who leave me comments, who watch the show, who uh, uh, check the shorts and the reels and all that stuff on Instagram and TikTok. Definitely appreciate you. So yeah, make sure you share the pod. Make sure you're telling people to like and subscribe. If you want the audio-only version of the podcast, open up your audio podcast platform, hit the search bar, type in the format podcast. Give us that like, that five-star review. If you enjoy the content, make sure you leave a comment. Do all those things. You know what happens. It helps us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. We'll get to that magic number of 1,000 subscribers. We'll start doing live call-in shows, and we're going to really get this thing popping. But let's go. Let's get to it. All right. Um, When was this? This was, I believe, last Friday night. Uh, San Antonio Spurs played the Los Angeles Lakers, and Spurs have been... Let's let's be real. A flat out bad team this year, right? They're four and twenty on the season, two and eleven at home. The only real, you know, I guess, uh, shining point of this team, of course, is watching Victor Wembanyama, the number one overall pick, the guy who's supposed to be an alien and the next great all time great player and generational and this, that, and the third. And um, I mean, he's definitely skilled. He's definitely talented. But some of the stuff they're saying about this guy to me is absurd, right? Talking about if he doesn't. Uh, what did they say? I think I heard someone say, if he becomes Hakeem Olajuwon, then his career is a disappointment. That I, I don't even know where to take that, but I guess that's a different show we can do about the expectations placed on Victor Wembanyama. But anyway, um, the guy's been really good so far this season. Again, really good on a terrible team. He's averaging 19 points, 11 rebounds, 2.6, uh, 2.7 assists. What I like, what really stands out to me, because obviously it's easy to score in the modern NBA. I love the fact that he's actually hitting the glass and he's averaging 11 rebounds. I think that's interesting because you got a guy like Zion, who is probably infinitely uh, stronger and more physically gifted than him, who's averaging less than eight rebounds for his career. But, you know, we could talk about Zion another time. Anyway, um, so uh, the Spurs end up beating the Lakers 129-115. I thought that was interesting. Um, in that game, when Binyama had uh, 13 points, 15 rebounds, and a plus 19, plus minus. And it's interesting to note, LeBron James had 23 points, 14 assists. And let me say this, right? That particular game, he only scored 23 points. He didn't shoot particularly well from the field for his standards, that being LeBron, 7 of 17, 2 for 6 from three-point range. He's been shooting really well from three and really well from the field all season long, right? Got to give it credit where credit is due. Um, but what I loved is the 14 assists, right? We know that LeBron is a passer. We know that he can dish the rock. Um, a lot of his assists throughout his career have come on driving kick, but regardless, LeBron can find guys open and get him in position. And I love the fact that he had 23 points and he wasn't shooting it particularly well, but he had the 14 assists. 
I, I love the fact that he tried to find a different way to get his guys um, involved so that his team could win. Now, unfortunately, they didn't win, but just, you know, even with the, the minus 28 plus minus, those 14 assists really, really stand out to me. Plus seven rebounds. So, like, you know, he tried to do what he could do. Uh, regardless. Um, so, Victor Wembanyama uh, wins. Victor Wembanyama and the Spurs win the matchup. 129-115. Um, comfortable win, which I don't I don't know if that says more about the Spurs or it says more about the Lakers, whatever. But after the game, there was an interesting exchange with um, some of the reporters uh, in the postgame presser. So what I'm going to do is play to you some of the sound from that, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Check out what Wambinyama had to say um, when he was asked an interesting question by one of the reporters in the postgame presser. Check that out. We'll come back and talk about it. Against LeBron, but what were your thoughts about that? Were you ever starstruck at times? The guy that you grew up watching. You said starstruck? Yeah. I didn't know that word. Like, I, like I, I've seen a star in front of me. For, like okay. people are when they see you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I would have thought it. I would feel some some type of way, but honestly, on the court, I was just trying to win. You know, trying to trying to defend and. Make the right place, so no, uh, no, I didn't have no feelings in the court about it. Okay, so I thought that was really interesting, and the reason it stuck out to me first is because, um, and we'll get back to his comments in a minute. When you talk about LeBron, uh, this is one of those things where his name and the name of Michael Jordan, who uh, many people feel is the greatest basketball player of all time, are kind of uh, inextricably linked, right? When you talk about LeBron, you talk about Jordan. When you talk about Jordan, you often end up talking about LeBron. And it's just, you know, the debate will go on and on. It's great content, as we know. Um, everybody talks about it. But it is interesting because every little thing on the floor, off the floor, is just another thing to kind of point to no matter which camp you're in, whether it's LeBron's camp or Jordan's camp, as it was the GOAT, right? And so um, now getting back to Wambinyama, this was interesting because if you heard it, the reporter asked kind of what were his thoughts or what was his feelings about playing against LeBron for the first time? Because I believe the first time we played, LeBron didn't play and um, he was kind of matched up against AD. And AD, you know, got the better of him as he should. I think AD's a, a better player than him, at least at this point in his career. So, you know, he got the better and the Lakers won. But anyway, uh, Wembenyama was asked, you know, what his feelings were about playing against LeBron. And you heard what he had to say. He said, you know, um, I guess he kind of thought that he would, you know, have some more feelings about it, but really, you know, it was a game, it was competition and all that. And so I don't know if that's Wembenyama's maturity talking. I don't know if that's Wembenyama kind of being used to being in the limelight himself, uh, being a star in France and then coming over here and immediately being a star and being a guy that, you know, all the attention has been on, uh, you know, as being the next guy, you know, the next one, the next superstar, the next uh, generational talent, quote unquote. And, you know, so I, I, I don't know what that was, but I found it so interesting that he see, you know, he felt kind of like, um, I thought I would feel some kind of way, but I really didn't. It was just a game. And so this is where the Jordan stuff comes in, right? Because it always comes back to me for people don't look at LeBron and Michael Jordan the same way, whether it's as a player, whether it's as a person, whether it's on or off the court. And I keep talking about it because the LeBron fans will use anything to try and take a shot at Jordan and they will use anything to say, well, uh, this puts LeBron over Jordan. And so what I did was I went back and I looked 
about I look to find um, commentary from some of the all-time great players and how they felt the first time they met Michael Jordan. So I, I actually have a few of those. I want to play them for you just so you can kind of get the feeling. So once you get the feeling of how those players felt the first time they met Michael Jordan, then compared to what Wembenyama said about LeBron James, and you'll kind of see where I'm going. Check it out. I remember the first time I played against him. And um, I, w I walked out on the court and I, I looked at him and for the first time in my life, a human being didn't look real to me. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I don't know if y'all watch the Chappelle show, but he, he, he talked about a certain incident where he seen somebody seen Rick James. And like, I literally seen his aura. Like, like he, it looked like he was, it looked like he was glowing. And I'm, and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, man, that's Mike. And I'm looking at him. I can't stop looking at him. Like, I'm looking at his shoes. And I'm like, man, he got on the Jordans. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was, it was Mike. It was my idol. It was my hero. 93, I got the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. Yeah. I got on the elevator. Uh -huh. I'm on the elevator. I get I'm getting on the door open up. Uh-huh. Michael Jordan and his first wife on the elevator. Nah, boy. I MJ? get on the elevator. I get on the elevator and all of a sudden it's bright. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like this end that, glowing. That, that boy. And I'm looking and I'm looking at him. He's like, man, this dude a weirdo. I said, You ain't say nothing? I did. I said, Hey, I'm Shannon Sharp. He said, I know who you are. He said, I okay. met your mom and I met your mom in the casino. Yeah. Uh, he said, yeah, I know you and your brother. Y'all some bad boys. Yeah. I'm just... I'm just you was in awe, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's motherfucker Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Ocho, this man doesn't seem real. He's the yeah. only man that mm -hmm. I've ever met. He mm -hmm. doesn't seem... He seems mythical. He doesn't... Right, right, I right. know that's Michael Jordan. I'm looking at him. That's a man. Right, right. But Ocho, there's something about... Man, he levitate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And anybody that's ever met him, from Shaq to everybody say the exact same thing. Same thing. He doesn't seem, seem real. real. Yeah, that's it was my junior year in high school. I go up to Chicago and I go to a gym called Hoops where he, he plays basketball in the summertime. Uh, and I didn't know he was going to be there. Uh, but I seen him I seen him walking towards me and it was kind of like he was walking on air. He, I, I was <laughs> I had to I had to pinch myself. Was, was, is that my, Michael? Who? And it was, it's like, he was like black Jesus to me. Like, So, and I'm not saying this makes Michael Jordan better than LeBron. Obviously, if you watch his channel, you know that I wholeheartedly believe that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron, even if you just leave it to on the floor. And then if you uh, add the off the floor things to um, his, his, uh, his, his argument, his case. So what gets me is Michael Jordan the way they talk about this guy, and then even if you go back and watch, it's like mythical, the things that he could do and the way people perceived him, right? So these are other all-time great players, and we're hearing them say things like, he had an aura, or it seemed like he was just floating, or it seemed like he wasn't real. I mean, think about that, right? Think about the player Allen Iverson was, first Battle Hall of Famer, multiple-time first-team All-NBA, blah, 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 the cultural icon, right? All these things Allen Iverson was. But listen to the reverence with which he speaks about Michael Jordan, right? 
Tracy McGrady, another all-time great guy, another Hall of Famer. Listen to the way he talks about Michael Jordan. Shannon Sharp, an NFL Hall of Famer, a guy who's unabashedly a LeBron James pom-pom waver who um, is constantly telling us that LeBron is that guy and he's the GOAT and he's past Michael Jordan. But listen to the way he even spoke about Michael Jordan versus the way he talks about LeBron. Does anyone find that odd? Does anyone find that interesting? They talk about Michael Jordan as if he wasn't a real person. You don't hear people talking like that about LeBron James. And you just heard a guy who stood on the floor with him, right? A rookie, first time playing him. And he says, eh, you know, he doesn't seem that impressed at all. Now that's not taking shots at LeBron. Again, LeBron has had an all-time great career. And that's a fact, you can't take that away from him. But I keep saying, people don't look at, perceive, think of, or talk about LeBron the way they talk about Michael Jordan. That has to mean something. And even if you talk about a guy like Victor Wembanyama, who is not old enough to have seen Michael Jordan play, Michael Jordan was retired before Wembanyama was born, right? He was retired before Wembanyama was born. That means his whole basketball life, he's grown up watching LeBron James. So LeBron James, or maybe Kobe, but most likely LeBron James, should be his guy, right? The guy that he grew up watching, his generation's guy. But guess what? You heard how we talked about him. That doesn't say something to you. That doesn't say something to you. So what I want to know from you is, do you think that Victor Wembanyama's response when asked about how it was to meet LeBron for the first time, do you think his response says something about LeBron and how people feel about him? Do you think it says anything about LeBron in uh, in, in in conjunction with the GOAT debate? Do you think the way people talk about Michael Jordan helps to push his legend and push him over LeBron as well as the on the floor stuff. I'd love to hear your comments. Please leave your comments in the comment section. Can't wait to hear them. Can't wait to get back to you. Can't wait to be back with you on the next episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And I'm out. Peace.